Hey, welcome to this episode of Irreligiosophy 2013 Year in Review. It's the Skunkies. The Skunkies. We are going to climax this podcast by declaring the 2013 Skunk Dick of the Year. Such a thing has not happened since, my God, 2011. Has it ever happened before? It's never happened before. Have we ever done a Skunk Dick of the Year? I don't think so. I thought I came up with it myself. Oh, it may have been. This whole idea was Matt's, uh, this whole podcast was Matt's idea, so uh, I cannot even guarantee I will remain awake for the entirety of the podcast. So, Matt, it's all on your shoulders. (laughs) Oh, God, we're in trouble. To be fair, though, I am often wrong and plagiaristic, so this might have been someone else's idea. You and Shia LaBeouf, apparently. And um, Rand Paul. And he likes Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I like Wikipedia. Uh, we all love Wikipedia. So, um, before you know, uh, before we get into the year in review, I want to cover a few new. This is going to be a Skunk Dick exclusive podcast. I want to cover a few that we missed toward the end of the year. There are a lot of Skunk Dicks that that rushed in before the year's end. Oh my God! Right around Christmas, it was like it was a feast of dicks. It, it was, uh, yeah. Dicks were, like, flying left and right. It was crazy. A feast of smelly dicks. I defer to you as first dick of the year. I'm going to go with the uh, Supreme Court for putting a stay on. So you know this whole thing in Utah where gay marriage finally passed, right? (laughs) Because, hell, if we're going to vote for it. Uh, But an activist judge overturned the legislation, the constitutional amendment, because, you know, here in Utah, we're concerned between, you know, keeping the marriage between a man and a woman, and a woman and a woman and a woman. But no, <laughs> no marriage between two men, and no marriages between two women. We've been very clear about that. And, and Utah, Utah formerly was very, uh, they had a very equal attitude about this, remember? They said uh, uh, homosexuals and straights, they have the same rights. Right. <laughs> they can marry anybody they want. Everyone can marry someone of the opposite sex. There's no restrictions on anybody. They're free to do whatever they want. Uh, yeah, so um, it got uh, thrown out as unconstitutional, um, surprisingly, violating the same uh, equal protection clause uh, that uh, Proposition 8 did and due process. Oh, so, states' rights, Chuck. States' rights. <laughs> I mean, you can't violate the federal constitution, you fuckers. But what about the people of Utah and their witches? Well, witches uh, and their witches and their wishes and their witches, witches, witches and their wishes. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, even though homosexuals are also people of Utah, but what about the other people of Utah? No, what's the, it matter? The real people of Utah, right? Gays don't count. I like to point out that, like any good host of an award show, I'm properly sauced right now. Oh, good, good, because I'm barely conscious myself. <laughs> One drunk host. One barely conscious host. One damn fine podcast. So on December 20th, uh, the church-funded organ Deseret News wrote an article called, In Our Opinion, Judicial Tyranny. (laughs) The tyranny of the judge. You mean the judge has done something people don't agree with? The essence of judicial tyranny is when a single unelected federal... It's only, you know... It only matters that they're unelected when they don't agree with them. That's just a, a, a like a lovely like 
tag to stick in front of it. What 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 little thing can we stick in front of a judge? I'm, I'm sorry, Deseret News. Which federal judges are elected? Fucking right. assholes. Unelected federal judge declares the laws and constitution of an entire state null and void with an opinion clothed in the barest of legal precedent. So you <laughs> you gotta you gotta now legal precedent becomes again very important because right. You know, it's only important when it's not or something. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter about people's human rights. The precedent of, of human rights and the basic right to marry, right. Uh, that doesn't matter. But uh, the, the gay right to marry has no legal precedent in it. You remember when they overturned uh, traditional slavery? Those yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, judicial tyranny. The tyranny. Oh, that was tyranny of Lincoln with his emancipation oh, that's proclamation. Right. This elected by the... Some kind of electoral process. A single elected official (laughs) overturning the will of the South. That's right. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so they struck down uh, Amendment 3 to Utah's Constitution uh, that defines marriage as between one man and one woman. So they're they're angry that this is uh, overreaching by the uh, federal judge and ignoring precedent. So, And then ignoring rational arguments is their last one. It deems Amendment 3 to be an act of sex discrimination, even though there's no difference between the way men and women are treated under Utah marriage law. <laughs> That's right. Men and women are free to marry people of the opposite gender. They're not treated any differently. That sounds fair to me. Completely. It entertains the argument that Utah citizens voted for Amendment 3 out of a dislike of gay and lesbian individuals. Well, that's not true! <laughs> we voted because the church told us to. Those bastards. Oh. So, so the- they, they whine and cry. You know, again, nothing about basic civil rights, the fact that we're a republic and not a democracy. You can't just vote people's civil rights away. I would I would wonder what the editorial staff of the Deseret News, or the church, for example, uh, would feel if all 50 states voted on whether or not we should disincorporate the LDS church. And so being in the majority, you know, non-Mormons being the majority, right. they voted to disband the LDS church and uh, give the money toward paying off the national debt. I'm sure that they uh, wouldn't say anything about that because it's the will of the majority. This, these uh, judicial tyranny ones, they just piss me off. They're basically, anytime a judgment goes against a certain group of people, it's, it's judicial tyranny. It's just you don't agree with the decision. So therefore, tyranny. You know, if they agree with your side, it's, oh, God, they must be coming on Jesus' face or something. I don't know. But <laughs> I can't, if I have this here judicial tyranny one more time, i got to stop watching O'Reilly. That's what I'm saying here. Did you just say coming on Jesus' face? I never said that. You can't prove I said that. I mean, perhaps you could record what I'm saying and play it back to me, but how do I know they, that's not faked? It could have been false, falsified by the uh, lamestream media. That's, a, that's a, a logical fallacy I just committed, which, by the way, was one of our episodes last year, 2013. See how I worked that in there? So, in, so you, have, you have been listening to the podcast. <laughs> I do listen to the podcast, even though I hate the sound of my own voice. I'm trying, I'm trying to come up with a new voice. How about this one? No. Matt, we <laughs> we here at Irreligiosophy also hate the sound of your voice. <laughs> oh. No, Matt, it doesn't end there. 
Um, Utah man There's more. is on a hunger strike now to end gay marriages. <laughs> Call me when he's dead. I shall drink to his memory. Because, you know, they didn't vote the amendment to their constitution because they hate gay gays and lesbians or anything. You know, they're rational. They're willing to allow the judicial process to continue. No, uh, this fucker uh, who's already lost 25 pounds is <laughs> oh. going to be only drinking water. Uh, until gay marriages are put to a stop uh, in Utah uh, because he thinks same-sex marriages are evidence of sin. Tristan Meekum. Meacham? What do you think? Meekum? I'm going with Meacham. Meacham, you can start a blog and you can complain on social networks until you're blue in the face and nothing will happen, but actions speak louder than words, and I'm taking action. I That's agree. What he I, said. I believe he needs to stand by those principles That's right. and continue not to eat and just drink water. I agree with his actions. No, get help, please. Get help. I cannot stand by and do nothing while this evil takes root in my home, the man wrote on Facebook. Some <laughs> things in life are worth sacrificing one's health and even life if necessary. So so I, I hope he, he does. Um, I hope he takes this to its logical conclusion. Um, by the way, I, I don't understand... Uh, is he marrying some gay dude in his house? Are there a bunch of lesbians uh, per- performing lesbian marriages inside his house? How, how is this evil taking root in his home? That, you know, that was the odd thing about when that uh, tyrannical judge uh, reversed that decision or, or, took, or declared it unconstitutional. They actually mentioned it specifically and said everyone has to go to his house to get married. So you can see how he's uh, you know, understandably <laughs> perturbed by this. <laughs> they have sex. They consummate the marriage right in front of him. And well, he's like, I can't even eat. I, <laughs> I understand how that would cause him to lose his appetite. That's right. He said seeing two people of the same sex kiss uh, wants him to hit the vomit button on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Robertson. No. 2013. Fucking Pat Robertson again. <laughs> Skunk dick. Um, See, I worked that in there. I, I'm working in there. This kid wants uh, Utah to nullify the ruling of the federal judge. So he says that this principle can be traced back to Thomas Jefferson, who argued that the state legislatures have a right to nullify federal statutes that are unconstitutional. Now, I believe this this was put into practice during a little thing called the Civil War, right? Didn't we have a whole five-year war to decide whether states could or could not? <laughs> Nullify federal statutes. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure I would remember something like that. They can end this tomorrow, Meacham said. They don't have to go through the legal court battles and waste our money. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck arguing shit. Fuck laying down a precedent. Fuck turning the arguments over in your head and seeing which has the force of law and which has precedent and reason and what's rooted in our Constitution. Fuck that shit. They could end it tomorrow with an act of nullification. Why don't you just? Why don't we just secede from the fucking union? <laughs> really? Oh, we could become the sovereign state of Desiree once again, for reals. God, this is not a federal statute, by the way. It's a fucking United States Constitution. <laughs> it's due like process, it has nothing. equal protection <laughs> under the law, dipshit. I'm going to nullify the fucking 14th Amendment of the United States <laughs> Constitution. Rest assured, Chuck, it has nothing to do with hatred of a group of people. 
I'm absolutely certain that this guy has friends and relatives who practice a homosexual lifestyle. And he probably treats them with the same respect and kindness that he would treat anyone. It's about religious freedom. His freedom to impose his will and beliefs on everyone else. Exactly right. Exactly right. Hey, dude, if you don't like gay marriages, don't marry a gay dude. Problem solved. <laughs> Problem solved. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm totally distracted by this article on the side of the paper that says, Man claims to have killed and captured Bigfoot. <laughs> And he's from Texas. There's no and outside San San Antonio. There's no big feet outside San Antonio. Jesus Christ! They're in the Northwest. Now, Matt, the next skunk dick in this long saga would be the United States Supreme Court, because Utah uh, sent an emergency appeal to the United States Supreme Court, <laughs> and they told them to stay giving out marriage. So I guess the guy can eat again now, because they 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 put a stop to gay marriages for now, because. You know, if you oh. let gay people get married, oh my God, think of the consequences if that gonna... continues. If you allow people due process and equal protection under the law, what madness will follow? Oh, oh, I know the answer. Bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who said that? That will be Phil Robertson, our favorite uh, duck commander. <laughs> duck, I don't know. You know, I, I had to learn about what this was just to comment on this. Duck Dynasty is a reality show on A&E about a family that makes duck calls and are millionaires for it. Yeah. Have you watched any episodes? <laughs> no. no. I've, I've seen it, and I am convinced is there it? are two audiences for Duck Dynasty. One is the actual rednecks who think these guys are Love awesome. It. Yeah, and they love it, and and they're standing up for my values, and uh, hopefully the majority of the audience is like me and just watches it to see what fucking idiots these people are. Oh, <laughs> that's that's all reality teller uh, TV viewership, I think. <laughs> I mean, my uh, yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> my first response to him him coming out and preaching against gays, and uh, he's there's a new video from 2000, 2010, I think. That uh, he says gays are full of murder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> huh? oh, yeah, because they have those uh, those razor blade rings to give people AIDS with. Pat Robertson, Pat Robertson. again. <laughs> I am starting to think you have a sneaking admiration for fucking Pat Robertson. F. Pat Robertson. It's just weird how relevant he is to everything. <laughs> He said something about everything. He's been around for a long time. It's all horrible, horrible stuff. So Phil Robertson says that men who have sex with men and women who have sex with women, you can, you got you to gotta get that one in there too, will receive the due penalty for their perversions. They're full of murder, envy, strife, hatred. They're insolent, arrogant God-haters. They are heartless, they are faithless, they are senseless, they are ruthless. They invent ways of doing evil. Jesus Christ. What the fuck, dude? What? Why? Why? Why are Christians so focused on gay people? Did he he put Hitler in there? He's got to put Hitler in there somewhere. I couldn't watch the whole thing. It's like, it's a ten-minute speech that he's given from a podium. I couldn't take it. I couldn't watch the whole thing. (laughs) 
Is that the same one where he's saying, like, you got to marry a girl when she's, like, 15 or 16? By the time she's 20, that's too old. That was a different one. That's a different one. If you watch the show, he is often dispensing his uh, redneck wisdom to his his kinfolk. So my first response to this was, uh, who the fuck is surprised that a 70-year-old redneck who was raised in the Deep South has any of these views? How could this possibly be shocking to anyone? Well, it shocked the hell out of A&E, apparently. Well, he, they suspended him <laughs> indefinitely, which lasted, what, two weeks? Right. We're suspending you indefinitely for two weeks. They make <laughs> way too much money for that. I believe they've made almost a half of a billion dollars. Something like $80 million in ad revenue and $400 million in merchandising revenue. I see. Oh, my God. And now they're going to have a line of guns. Oh, yeah, of course they're of course they're taking them back. You, you you do that in the beginning. Oh God, yeah, we're shocked too. That's horrible. And then you let it die down for a couple of weeks, and then and then you bring it back. You know, we've all learned our lesson. I think let's just he's, move he's on. He's not a a hick redneck backwoods gay hating uh, bigot anymore. A t- child molestation advocating redneck bigot anymore. <laughs> no. And even if oh. he is. I don't really care because I'm making a bunch of money off of it. <laughs> He's a jolly For heaven's bearded. sake, people, think of the money. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, this shit, all these skunk dicks tie in. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> well, we kind of have a theme for our skunk dicks, so <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> are you saying that we are putting all these connections together? I, mean, I think so, Chuck. It's, it's a kind of selective... Uh, like, it's like cherry-picking the results of a study, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the one hand, I feel like anyone who's, who's watched the show at all uh, is an idiot if they're surprised at all, in the least, about uh, Phil Robertson saying uh, anything conservative. For fuck's sake, he ends every goddamn show with a Christian prayer around his table. Oh, my God. Does he? Yes. Oh. And you watch this show? Uh, that's when the credits are rolling, so it's <laughs> Oh, oh All right. you know, what else pisses me off about that is that uh, uh, Sarah Palin and Bobby Jindal, of all these idiot Republicans, conservatives, editorials about how A&E is silencing his free speech. They're violating his free speech. Free speech, free speech. Let's explain what free speech means. It means you won't get arrested for saying something, but it does not protect you from criticism. Or it doesn't protect your job. Until the government puts Phil Robertson in jail for something he says, his free speech rights have not been violated. Uh, As a matter of fact, the existence of Phil Robertson's free speech is what got him in trouble in the first place. If he chose to be reasonable and not say fucking bigoted things, he wouldn't ever have gotten in trouble in the first place. It was overuse of his free speech, not any restriction, that caused him his problems. Well, Chuck, that's tolerance that society demands from Christians. And all it is is silent. All they really want is silent compliance. (laughs) (laughs) That leads me into my skunk dick. Only if you're done with yours, though. What do you got? This is an editorial from USA Today. Steve Deuce? 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 Is it it that guy from Fox and Friends? I don't know. Steve Douche. Steve Douche, sure. I almost just want to read the whole thing because there's just so much, there's so much wrong in this. Uh, 
First of all, a nation founded by pilgrims who came here to worship the God of the Bible freely without interference of prosecution or persecution from ruling elites and those opposed to Christianity's influence on the culture has now come to the proverbial fork in the road. You see, Chuck, we are a Christian nation. That's what we're establishing right off the bat, right there. No. Boom. Irrefutable painful. history. It's painful. Irrefutable history. Painful. Documents. <laughs> irrefutable <laughs> history. Irrefutable. See, all you have to do is say irrefutable history, and then you can't say anything against whatever follows. Thus it is so. That's this. So, irrefutable history documents that the Bible and its teachings were the biggest influence on those that founded the freest and most prosperous nation in human history. Oh, in all of history. Where in the Bible does it say that we should be founded on a constitutional document? Where in the fucking Bible does it say that we should have freedom of fucking speech? Where in the Bible does it say we have freedom of religion? Jesus Christ. How about the doctrines of Locke and Hobbes and uh, secular humanism and the Enlightenment values? The fucking Bible, you asshole! <laughs> God, have you even read the Constitution? You're Let the me. record show which side of this debate is pushing their agenda on everyone else. And it's not the Christians, Chuck. I hope you understand that by now. Uh, of course it's not, not them. Of course not. <laughs> they, they're using the course of first, the course of force of government and bullying tactics in the media and pop culture to do so. It's not the Christians. The sad truth is most American Christians would prefer to leave people in their sin provided right. Christians are left right. alone in turn. Exactly like the entire fucking country who's uh, trying to get all these gay marriage amendments passed and whining and howling and crying that they're being overturned because they're unfucking constitutional Oh, woe is me! I can't uh, discriminate against a gay person anymore. Okay, that's not that's not what the deal was. This is a fucking Christian nation. I should be able to fuck these people. <laughs> I think you're awake now. Oh my god, I'm so pissed off. The proverbial you know irrefutable history yeah. is irrefutable history is a treaty of fucking Tripoli where the United States Congress passed a resolution stating we are not a Christian nation and was signed by the fucking president. That's what irrefutable history is, dipshit. Well, we're at a proverbial fork of the road. One sign says liberty. The other sign says political correctness. Every individual American and every American institution will have to choose. We can no longer have both. And the truth is we really never could. It was always going to end this way. We just didn't want to believe it. He finishes that. That's the end. It's kind of ominous. <laughs> He's, you hear that? It's like, nope, I'm not going to stand for it anymore. I'm drawing a line in the sand. Yeah, very similar we're to, fucking fighting. Very similar to Orson Scott Card, you know, except he didn't explicitly call for armed insurrection against the government. Right. I like also that he pointed out that it's a proverbial fork in the road, just to make sure that his, his readers didn't assume that it was a literal fork in the road. <laughs> fork in the road. Here we come to a metal fork stuck in the fucking road. <laughs> Where's that fork? Because I need to go there so I can go down liberty. <laughs> no, I need no, to it's liberty. just... It's just proverbial. Oh. And I just have to say, also, I just have to ask him, where's the proverb about the fork that he's referring to? Proverbial fork in the road. It's the one where the guy goes, I'll take the less traveled one. (laughs) The proverb of Robert Frost? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't take it. You know, Matt, I was actually going to discuss uh, an article 
um, for Skunk Dick of the Year. I just put him in as a late submission. He talks about how evolution is like medieval sorcery, and it takes too much faith to believe in. And I couldn't, I couldn't fucking do it because my blood pressure went too high. <laughs> and now, now you got me all riled up again. Fuck. Evolution uh, takes faith. You know who says? Uh, you know what takes faith? And uh, and that was uh, David Barton. Remember when he said um, um, the promotion of like no school prayer at a. Uh, at graduation ceremonies is like the promotion of atheism yes. and evolution and Darwinism in school is is all faith based as well. Yes. Skunk Dick 2013. Skunk Dick 2013. Uh, there's so many skunk dicks, Matt. So many skunk dicks. It, I I almost lost it. Like reviewing our skunk dicks, I couldn't believe how many horrible things happened in just one year. How many stupid things people say and do. It may be impossible to choose. A, a clear-cut winner, Skunk Dick of the Year. Nevertheless, a winner shall be chosen. Because, as they say about people with swords and also skunk dicks, there can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Highlander reference. The Skunk Dick Highlanders. In case anybody... Look, just watch the Highlander, okay? Or wait for the remake, the reboot. I was also going to mention Glenn Beck again, but I couldn't. I couldn't get myself to... Search the internet for stupid Glenn Beck things to say. Uh, I put it into Google and uh, it exploded. <laughs> There's too much. Too much. Well, he said one thing that almost sounded reasonable, but um, he still had to couch it in like a really uh, freakish way, I guess. I was going to say, then you discovered you misinterpreted him. So that's, You know what? I, that's, why I didn't, I just, that's why I didn't go um, delve deeper, because I'm afraid it would be misinterpreted, and I want to go with the original thing that I think he means, <laughs> yeah. which is about the Sochi Olympics, where you know, Russia is all super anti-gay and everything, and he says they're practicing a form of heterofascism. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, motherfucking Glenn Beck standing up for the homosexuals. Uh, I'm going to believe that. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to believe that. All right. Have you more, Kurt? You know, if I go into any more of these skunk dicks, I will probably spontaneously <laughs> combust. Well, Chuck, this was my first really official year on the podcast, and it was, uh, I really liked it. A lot. It was pretty fun. It, it was a great year, Matt. We had 20 podcasts, and I believe we covered three subjects. So <laughs> That's right. Nice. The Bible, witches, and I think we reviewed a movie or something. Yeah. Yeah, The Conjuring. I think that was pretty much it. Okay. Oh, we did go over Kirk Hastings this year. No, no. no that, that was last year. That was all – all those ended. And then the first episode of this – of last year, of 2013, was um, – oh, motherfucker – um shit what was it first we christmas introduced episode. me no that was the last episode yeah of we ended with a christmas episode i don't know what it was nobody who cares anyway but uh <laughs> that's, that's why i decided to do this podcast because who cares no one gives a shit <laughs> gives a shit you know what i actually want to nominate i want to do an itunes review of the year here is your itunes review of the year i'm disappointed <laughs> Two-star review by Avidon The quality of this podcast really has declined over the past few months. 
It's gone from being a fun, fast-paced, funny commentary on religion to a boring, drawn-out Bible study class. More Bible study, Chuck. Let's do more. I think, yeah, that was his subtle request for more Bible study. This one really hurt me, Matt. The title was, Listen to Reasonable Doubts Instead. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, that hurt. Reasonable doubts. Fuck you. Oh, God. I give an honorable mention to all the people that... They said I did a good job and and make it worthwhile, even though I know you're all putting me on. You're putting me on. <laughs> I appreciate well, it, though. Uh, let's see. Um, for our final Matt-related review of 2013, vulgar and profane five-star review by Sick. It says, uh, Nevertheless, Chuck provides well-researched and frank analyses of religious and historical topics. This is an invaluable study tool and is bound to feature intelligent commentary from Matt one day. Keep waiting. <laughs> Keep waiting. Not likely. <laughs> hey! Um, I would also like to read the last iTunes review of 2013. One for the best. Five star by Corkett, baby. This is one of my favorite podcasts. Able to blend humor and intelligent conversation. Wit and wisdom. That's what we do. That's, that's what we do. We blend. We blend it, baby. And we say baby. We keep getting criticisms about our jokes. Have you, did you notice that? That's a running theme. That is a running theme. <laughs> well, the problem is you're not funny, Chuck. That, yeah, that is the no, problem. No. I'm sorry, but not funny. Perhaps, I'm the funny guy. <laughs> perhaps I've been too serious this year. Um... Oh, one of my other favorite criticisms is we laugh at ourselves too much. We, we laugh too much. We laugh too. I can't help it if, if I'm so <laughs> goddamn funny. We laugh at our only jokes. It's like, it's like liking your own post on Facebook. It is. I like myself. All right. Shall we get to the meat of this podcast? Which, yes. Which is yes. rather short. Right. Absolutely. Now, as we mentioned, this is the Skunkies. We're going to nominate... Uh, no, we're not going to nominate. Fuck nominating. We're going to proclaim one skunk dick for the year of 2013. Um, but before that, I'm going to review a, a few skunk dicks of 2013 by testing Chuck with a few one-liners and seeing if he remembers these skunk dicks. Audience, feel free to play along. Are you ready, Chuck? Go for it. To me, you're an idiot. Well, that's not a lot to go on. Oh, my, come on. My guess would be... President Obama. President Obama. Um, eh, wrong. Damn it. That was Steve Harvey. Steve. Don't you remember <laughs> his moral barometer and the gastrous balls, which I think <laughs> would make a great band name? That is right. The <laughs> to me, you're an idiot. If you say you're an atheist, to me, you're an idiot. <laughs> in, in my defense, I believe uh, Obama has said that on multiple occasions. <laughs> As he said that. All right. There's another one. Uh, this is one of my favorites, actually. It was, a, it was an audio skunk dick that we got to listen to. Um, so you ready? Ready. Lay it on me. Bingo. Bingo. What? That Bingo. would be Pat, F. Pat Robertson when he was talking about the fucking demons and the pigs. No, he never said bingo. Son of a bitch. You know what the bummer about this one is? Is I don't know who this is. You <laughs> asshole. 
it's some Christian pastor that was talking about how his sons will be independent, but his daughters will be taught to not be independent. Oh, someone in the audience yelled out, bingo. Yeah, they're going to the background. Bingo. You got that right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is another one of my... Um, well, I want to say it's one of my favorites. It's, I mean, it's a horrible thing to happen, but it's, you know, we're talking about skunk dicks here. Uh, woman gets raped, charged with having sex outside marriage. Name that dick. Uh, that dick was a, um, oh God, El Salvador? Oh, so close, except the total San, opposite San side of the world. No, no, the country was El Salvador. I kept saying San Salvador. That's the capital of El Salvador. Uh, no, that was the United Arab Emirates. Ah, uh, yes, that's correct. Um, she went to the police to, because she got raped, and then they charged her with having sex outside marriage. Um, El Salvador was the uh, woman who was having a miscarriage, and then they charged her with murder. Murder. Yes, yes, yes. It's very, uh, very difficult to tell the difference between El Salvador, San Salvador, and the United Arab Emirates. It's essentially... Uh, the same place. This one was great. You do not share in God's wealth, and you can't share with ours. Fuck, I think that's wrong. But try that out, Chuck. That would be the uh, family who refused to tip a gay waiter. That's right. Awful diners refuse to tip gay waiter. Gay gay waiter. Gay waiter. Gay waiter. <laughs> and they leave a fag-filled note instead. Here you go. <laughs> Much better. Excellent. Um, another one? One more? Yeah, How many more? Keep, keep them coming. I'm, I'm hitting like, like 10%. Oh. Brigham Young is a racist bastard. That was the LDS church, basically. That was a gimme. That was a gimme. Yes, remember, they decided to toss Brigham Young under the bus and uh, <laughs> just blame all of like their racism on him. Pretty much. That was essentially a... a, a Close paraphrase. That wasn't the actual dialogue from the article, but it's close enough. You're right. You're right. I didn't. I didn't. I'm just giving clues here. There's a clues. <laughs> like bingo. <laughs> like, bingo. This one. This one might seem obscure, but I, I think you can get it. News to me. News, News to me. To me. Uh, Hint. Fuck that! That sounds like the uh, Christmas episode. Ah, uh, uh, yes. And it wasn't Megan Kelly, but it was the other Fox blonde anchor <laughs> about uh, pagans stealing Christmas. Uh, no, the other way around. The Christian stealing. <laughs> yes. Christmas and her names. That's correct. Is. Gretchen Carlson. Gretchen Carlson. My God, you think I'd remember this? It was only fucking two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> uh, you have a family doctor, Chuck, and his, his name, name is, is Jesus. Jesus. That was some evangelical Christian group down in Texas, I think, who was uh, talking about people not getting vaccinated for the measles. That's right, Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> Head of some faith healing mega church, speaking to the spirit of measles. Hello, measles. Get thee gone. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they say that. They tell their uh, parishioners who have cancer too. You've got an oncologist. His name is Jesus. 
Lost at Sea. Lost at Sea. That would be the family. Oh, God, were they in... Uh... Were they in California or Florida that took off because they they wanted to just uh, they were sick of the country and all the taxes and they wanted to uh, see where God would take them right. and he took them in, in the middle of fucking nowhere and left them stranded right and hit them with squall after squall after squall <laughs> and then they were flown back at taxpayer expense ah oh, oh, the irony they were only they were from Arizona that's the only thing. Um, no sexual orientation regulations shall supersede the rights of religious organizations. Uh, I do not remember the uh, name of that guy, but he, but? He, shit. But he specifically he wanted to make an exception on the uh, um, First Amendment, I think, of the Constitution. That's right. So the, the First Except Amendment. Exception specifically for gay discrimination. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't want to be held accountable for hate speech against gays. That was Scott Lively. He wanted to amend the First Amendment. Scott Lively. Was he the crazy guy that said meningitis uh, was a yes curse yeah. from God for uh, against gays? Oh, amongst a whole bunch of other crap. That's right. And then I and then I prophesied that he would eventually come out as gay one day. Not yet, but he's it's it's a coming. It's a coming. It's a coming. It's a coming. If you're gonna speak at a sexual harassment seminar, it is good to have sexual harassment experience. Yes, wasn't that uh, an army general or a major, whoever is in charge of the sexual harassment uh, seminar, groped drunkenly groped some ladies right. dressed in the bar? And I'm gonna give you. And then yeah. they, they told him that he couldn't speak at the uh, uh, veterans' um, harassment. He couldn't give the speech about sexual harassment anymore. But he was an expert. I'll give you, I'll give you half credit for that. It was that and also San Diego Mayor Bob Filner, <laughs> who was supposed to speak at some sexual harassment uh, seminar, and then he gets accused of sexual harassment. <laughs> My God, there's so, so many stories like that. I'm just, they're all blurring <laughs> together. Uh, Either that or your clues are far too vague. <laughs> I I don't want to make it easy. I blame Matt. I blame Matt. Chuck, I'm not sure bestiality and homosexuality are all that different. <laughs> That's a clue. I'm not just saying that. I, I don't quote me on that. I can't tell any difference, actually, between the two. I don't. There is no difference. <laughs> What's cruel about that clue is that it, it applies to so many people. <laughs> Just right, so it's, it, you know, you talk about what the uh, Christian pastors who run in a radio show in uh, Colorado as the logical step. Pretty much everybody who doesn't like a gay marriage says, "Well, that's it. Once we cross that line, it's bestiality's next, and then pedophilia." But they didn't like do the do the like try to lead people down the path of. Uh, first homosexuals, then then people can marry dogs and just suggest bestiality. They actually said it. They actually said that they don't think bestiality and homosexuality are different. Right. You, the Boy Scouts started to let all the gay people in, and soon there'd be a merit badge for bestiality. Right. It's the next logical step. Uh, okay. And only one has earned that title, and that person is Jesus Christ. 
the judge who refused the uh, name Messiah. In the middle <laughs> of a court hearing about his last name, she also, talk about your activist judges, overreaches her judicial <laughs> bounds and changes the kid's first name away from Messiah. Damn. Damn these activist judge, judges. Judge Baloo. And then I made a Jungle Book joke. And you said, only one bear has earned the office of Baloo. Baloo. Um, Imam preaches against religious extremism, is immediately murdered along with 44 people in his mosque. (laughs) By religious extremists. Ah, well, that showed him. Yes. Who's the dick? The dick... If you remember this, I'll be impressed. There, there was a dick other than religious extremists in that one? <laughs> well, the religious extremists had a name. They had a title for their group, and oh. we made fun of that name. Uh, the um, the Muslims Against Western Education or something like that. Oh, that is very good. That's so close. It was the Boko Haram Terrorist Network, whose name translates to Western Education is Forbidden. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said the People's Front Against uh, Western Education. And we are the front against Western education for the people. <laughs> not to be confused. It's not to be confused. Oh, God. Um, and for the last one, it's going to be an obscure one. But it was mentioned, and so you shall name it. <laughs> Bring it on. Blackface for Halloween. Oh, oh, poor uh, Julian Huff. Oh, he remembers. She just wanted to be your favorite character on Orange is the New Black, and she innocently put on head-to-toe blackface and was excoriated by the lamestream media for not understanding uh, the hundred years preceding of... (laughs) Racial discrimination that was bound up in the practice of blackface. Yep, yep, yep. Julianne Huff. In her defense, anyone who would date Ryan Seacrest cannot be expected to know any history whatsoever. No, they they don't make good choices. Exactly. They have a problem with decision making. (laughs) It's just the same as being surprised by uh, Phil Robertson's comments. I mean, come on. Right. All right, Chuck, it's time to name the nominations for Skunk Dick of 2013. I tell you, I'm going with fucking Pat Robertson. I mean, he had the gays spread AIDS with razor blade, razor blade rings. He had the demons and the pigs where he didn't even answer the question. He just explained about the demons and how they got everything they want. And, uh, and the vomit. He wants the vomit button on Facebook, which I agreed with. Want the vomit button. Fucking Pat Robertson had a good run this year. I'll, he did. I'll not, uh, I'll not argue that point. Um, I am tempted to nominate Kirk Hastings as uh, I believe 2013 will be the year where it'll go down in history. It's the year where Kirk Hastings became slightly crazier than he was before. Yeah. Um, His Facebook pages you know- proliferated. Uh, he his uh, he's ceased to draw original comics and just now puts captions on other people's artwork, uh, misuses internet memes, and generally is 
incoherent now. I just he's difficult to understand. Um, I think See, he's. I'm, I think he snapped, Matt. I'm. I'm. I'm actually worried about him now. I think. I think like. I think he's lost everything, and all he does now is sit in his basement with his computer, and and come up with different Facebook pages, to to comment on and ban people and and live in his echo chamber. I'm worried for his sanity. I, I think we need to we need to stop. I want him to get help. Get help, Kirk. I'm worried now. But Matt, that's not a bad life. That life you just described. It's not. I guess if you have internet access, you've got porn. So you have enough. You have it all. So that's your. So are you going with Kirk Hastings? Or are no, you just? No, I was tempted to, but oh, you're tempted. I almost. It's hard to pay attention to him anymore because, he, like I said, he's nearly incoherent and uh, uh, doesn't even give any arguments anymore. It's just, uh, you know, why he's angry at atheists, <laughs> which to me is even less interesting than his misunderstandings of science and religion. I, I really couldn't care less why he was why he's angry with atheists and. Uh, well, I'm tempted to give it to Glenn Beck, uh, just on principle, but, right. um, I think my nomination for Skunk Dick of the Year in 2013 will be, uh, Mims H. Carter. Mims Carter? Oh my god, this is an upset. Making a comeback into the Skunk Dick category. How did he get into the Skunk Dick category? The whole category is named after him, You mean in it? the first place? Yeah, he complained that we spent too much time on uh, uh, bad jokes about skunk dicks, and that our time would be better spent talking about religion and and more erudite things. Erudite, nice word, erudite. Well, Chuck, um, I'll, I'm going to go to the Facebook irreligiosity page for a second and tell you that uh, Paul Turkin. Uh, also agrees with you about Glenn Beck and Jeff Wilson nominated Kirk Hastings as oh well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> two for two. But David Michael Sparks nominated Chuck Morrison as the 2015 <laughs> Scott I'm changing mine from Pat Robertson. I'm going with Chuck Morrison. <laughs> to Chuck fucking Morrison. I will agree with that nomination. And I would just like to say <laughs> it is an honor simply to be nominated. Well, just to be included in this August company, you know, is something special. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Bruce McLeod uh, nominates Zakir Islam Naik because he's just been having so much fun on the Facebook page, uh, posting these really poorly worded and badly punctuated diatribes on I don't know what the fuck it is Islam, I guess. Um, excuse me. As he likes to say. <laughs> He's an Islamic Kirk Hastings, then. Yeah. Um, Andrew and Sabah Nur Otter. Is that a fake name? It sounds like a fake name. He nominates the entire Mormon church. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did yeah. too, right? I mean, yes. Well, most of the leaders. I would say the leaders of the church. Um, yeah, the sheep get a secondary nomination, but the leaders. They're representatives uh, pretty much every fucking Republican in the state of Utah. Giovanni Scavetta nominates uh, Ray Compost. Comp- oh, he wrote, ah, I get it. Ray Compost and Kirk Campbell shit. That's not their real gotcha. names. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, their real names, by the way, are Mike Seaver and Boner. Right. <laughs> I think so. 
Oh, Rodney Sanderson actually mentioned uh, Mims Carter. Um, but then he went with Zakir. Three for th- – oh, damn it. Yeah. yeah so Sorry. it was almost, almost a, a trifecta there. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't – you know, I'm not even giving him a reason for Mims H. Carter. I'm just fucking bringing him back because he's an asshole. <laughs> that's, because that's why. Because fuck you, that's why. My favorite <laughs> uh, Rob Bullock, that makes Fox Corporation. They had a couple – they had a couple of shows. You know, we had Ketchum Carlson. We had uh, Megan Kelly. Uh, yes, but it was before. offset by the fact that they got rid of Glenn Beck. So. Oh, but did that happen in 2013? I can't remember. Ah, good point. That was a while ago because then he went to CNN and then now he just rakes it in releasing book after book after book. He's like O'Reilly. Riley's always killing somebody with his books. It's killing Jesus. It's killing Kennedy. Who's next? Um, Christopher Patterson nominates his ex-wife. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I don't even know her. No. Um, and Maria Dean echoes myself with fucking Pat Robertson. Oh, like. wait. You got nominated? No, she echoes my nomination. Oh, I was going to re-echo that nomination for Matt fucking Wingfield, but... Oh, no. all right. Yeah, Pat Robertson. I'm, you know, I think uh, he's a strong contender. Uh, I believe he's going to be the actual skunk dick of the year. I don't want to spoil things for you, but no. uh, I think I think he's got a lock. May I have the envelope, please? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Your skunk dick of the year for 2013 is the Pope. The Pope? The Pope. I'm calling bullshit on that. He wasn't even in the running. Oh, but that's how we do things. He wasn't even nominated. (laughs) That's because we like to go around. We like to be, we're like God. We're we're always like, he wants to be here. And he's like, there. He's like, Jesus, get over there. And then you got to send someone over there to be like, fulfill my prophecy. Woo, wow. It's, uh, <laughs> by the way, all those sound effects provided by me. Very, very nice. I had uh, to spend the it, whole last year. How what? Is it truly a surprise if we do it every single fucking time? <laughs> yes? yes? No? The answer is yes. yes. The answer is yes. It is a surprise. Look, I had to spend, ever since, what's his face, the Nazi guy, um, what did he do? Was he forced out? Did he leave? I don't know what he did. He retired. He's got a fantastic villa now. Um, that's what I would do. I would take the Pope ship for a few years and then just quit and live in Italy. But uh, ever since Francis took over, I've had to just hear about how he's such a great Pope. You know, he kisses people on the forehead, even though they're like horribly disfigured. He goes around and in disguise to hang out with poor people in Rome. Uh, he, he said he preaches tolerance for homosexuals and atheists. He's fucking fantastic. I want to have a drink with him. I want to eat bread and do communion wine and maybe like smoke a bowl or something or whatever popes do. I don't know. Get some red shoes and hang out on the corner and ride scooters around Rome saying ciao, you know. Um, <laughs> but Chuck... We know it's it's all up front. There's nothing different. There's zero difference from what for anything from at least from 1994 when uh, what's this nut John Paul the the number of which number I don't know. Um, but they recognized back then. Hey, hate 
hate the love the sinner or hate the sin or whatever that fucking thing was about homosexuals, right? Look, he's gotten a, a lot of good press. The the yeah. media's fallen all over him. Lots of atheists are saying, "What a great guy this is." And you're right. Is is he pro-choice? No. No. Um, does he even entertain the notion of uh, women in the priesthood? No. <laughs> no. Uh, does he? Uh, has he changed any fundamental doctrine? Has he yanked the church out of any of their archaic uh, sexual uh, ideas? Like you know, we changed the stance on contraception that that's responsible for fucking HIV transmission all over the place. No. Has no. he reprimanded any of these Catholic hospitals that are responsible for sending women away and not uh, performing abortions even when it's medically necessary? No. Uh, so I, I, I fail to see how this guy is any better. And it's just that the, the main Catholic church is so fucking ludicrously immoral by contrast that this guy even looks decent. It's just the, ref it's just the contrast. Yeah. Look, this guy's this guy's somewhat better than this absolutely crazy fucking ridiculous institution. Oh, he must be a fucking saint. He was Time Magazine's person of the year. He was the homosexuals magazine. What is that thing called? The Advocates person of the year or some shit. There's nothing new here. Zero new. It's just a smiling face on a pile of shit. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Right. If that pisses you off, I'm sick. That doesn't I'm piss anybody off. Sick to and tired of hearing about Pope fucking Francis. It's more of the same shit. So he is our skunk dick of uh, the year, worst person who ever lived, schmegma, whatever you want. Yeah, Jesus uh, jizz of the year. Tyler's uncircumcised penis. Exactly. He wins it all. Congratulations to the Pope. He couldn't be here to accept this award, Chuck. But I've been authorized to accept it in his name. I've uh, I've heard that he may not have uh, lived long enough to accept the award, but uh, <laughs> I can't confirm that. He shall soon be murdered, probably, by factions within the Vatican. We're getting too much goddamn good press. If there's one thing the Vatican or the Catholic Church is concerned about, it's about keeping the money rolling in, living the lavish lifestyle, and maintaining their image of the saintly organization, you know, that does good, Mother Teresa, all that stuff, orphanages. You can do good without all the other crap. I just want to say that. Do the good stuff and leave the other shit out of it. This, this shit with the turning women away who are in medical distress uh, and, be, and they've already lost the baby. I mean, for God's sake, she, the lady's had a miscarriage. Um, right. Or refusing to even counsel them on abortion. This is a the strongest argument that that I can think of for uh, secularization of hospitals. Get your fucking politics, get your fucking beliefs out of medicine. You don't have any business administrating a hospital whatsoever if you cannot get your fucking archaic religious beliefs out of the picture and just fucking practice medicine. Right, predominantly Catholic countries. You know, charging women with murder for miscarriages or letting women die for refusing abortions or, or, or so they have to go off and search for it elsewhere just to save their life and then still hunting them down to charge them with a crime later on. It's, right. It needs or to end. Excommunicating a, a nun who uh, in good conscience 
save the mother's life and then excommunicating her. Uh, you know, the only person who didn't get excommunicated in that entire fiasco, I think, was the uh, father who molested the, the child. So he's still a good, faithful member of the church. But the girl, since she got an abortion, the nun who approved the abortion, um, everyone in the ethics council, I think, all got excommunicated. So, but but Well, not he the, didn't... Not the molest. He didn't do anything that's explicitly, you know, frowned upon. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, he just rape somebody. And then he can beg for forgiveness and go to... What's that thing where they sit in the booth and they go, forgive me, I have sinned? Confession. <laughs> confession. Yeah. You think they'll let the nun come back for confession? Yeah. And well, you know, in, in addition, again, this is one of my big problems with Pope Francis. In addition to uh, the abortion issue, heaven forbid that you're a woman and, and you, you decide to, uh, you know, make things, uh, try, try to speak out or try to... Uh, affect any change for the status of women. If you're a woman, you are a second-class citizen inside the Catholic belief system. And that's why... And Pope Francis has done nothing to do that. He'll say shit like, you know, let's not focus so much on the doctrines of uh, against homosexuals and uh, the doctrines uh, about abortion, and let's not, let's not spend all of our time discussing this ideology. Um, he never, ever, to my knowledge, has come out and said the ideology is wrong. Right. Just, well, just of spend less want... time talking about it. He oh, this about is, it. oh, it's, it's the moon messiah. This is amazing. Unbelievable. He's the most fucking liberal pope in the world. I can't believe it. Unfucking believe. Time Magazine, man of the year. For what? For what? Saying, eh, we should just shouldn't talk about this shit. We should sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck um, you, Pope Francis. Fuck you, Catholic Church. Fuck you, Mormons. Fuck every skunk dick, uh, and fuck you, especially Mims H. Carter. But congratulations. Congratulations, Pope Francis.